Welcome to the Stories to Love podcast, the podcast where I fangirl over creators and find out all about their inspiration in hopes to boost our own inspiration. I am your host, Tiff Marcello, an inspiration seeker and your resident fangirl. Hi everyone, this is Tiff of the Stories to Love podcast and this is episode 82. Today is a minisode to celebrate the last three years as an independently produced podcast and with it I'm going to share the three big things I learned by doing this podcast. With this episode as well, it's going to be the story of the podcast of how it came to be Um, Just in case there's somebody out there that is thinking about doing a podcast, you can kind of find out how I did it from scratch. So before we head over, I want to thank all of you who have subscribed. And if you haven't, I'd love it if you click to follow so you can get notifications of every new episode. And if you have found this podcast helpful and fun, please leave a rating and review. It really does help to boost discoverability. You can even share this episode with a friend. For more information about me, Tiff, and submitting to this podcast, please head on to my website at tiffmarcello.com. And here we go to the Minnesota. So you guys are probably wondering where I've been. It's been like almost a month since my last podcast episode. Uh, I promise it wasn't for the lack of work. I just finished up four deadlines in that amount of time. At the same time, I was dealing with a little bit of a, of laryngitis coming from Stimulate Con. I literally, yeah, it was not sick. Um, it's I just lost my voice and uh, it, the podcast is audio. So I just had to go ahead and rest my vocal cords. But to be honest, I thought I had it all together. So I wouldn't hit that crunch zone during um, deadline that I am really not a fan of. But I unfortunately had to put everything else aside to make room to finish up um, my commitments, which are the three books that I'm working on for Harlequin Special Edition that's coming out in 2024. So I have to tell you secrets, not really secret, because I'll tell everybody that asks me how I'm doing. But I have loved being on deadline in a sense that it really brought me back to the flow of what I love to do, and that is to write. Um, Burning the candle of both ends is never really ideal, but I have to say that my satisfaction at the end of the day is just so high because I just love to write. But now that deadlines are over, for now, I get to enjoy this moment of celebrating over three years of the podcast. I know. So three whole years, I really had to look at the calendar. And all I can say is, wow. First of all, thank you for listening, everybody out there. I've gotten so much feedback from you and how you all have enjoyed it. I've also gotten a lot of questions, which I love. And it's just been so amazing and, and really has filled this part of author life that that I felt like I needed, even though I'm an introvert, to be able to connect with authors and to be able to ask them questions during the podcast and even before and after the podcast has just been so great. 
So from developing the concept and then going through the process of interviewing and producing this podcast, in general, I have learned so much. And it's not only about what I've learned about people and their books and their creative process, but I have learned a lot about me too. So I wanted to share these things with you in case you're out there deliberating on starting something new. It could be a podcast or maybe start writing your book, or it could be like a hobby like knitting or quilting, which comes in their own world. Sometimes I think that when we see people completing things in their complete, in their full state, we forget that there are multiple steps to get there. And sometimes it's not all going to be perfect in the beginning and still doesn't remain perfect, right? But it just feels so intimidating. So I wanted to share the things that I have learned. And in the interest of time, I'm going to narrow it down to three. And in keeping with the theme of that, it's three, the podcast is three years old. And hopefully, even if you're not thinking about doing a podcast, this will somehow apply to whatever you're trying to learn. So the first thing I learned was that you can learn hard things. And even if you're an old mama dog like me, so I am not really old, I am only 48. But the point I'm trying to make is that I have gone through a lot of phases in my life and learned a lot of things. And it can be intimidating to learn something new each and every time. And it before you start anything, really, you have to kind of admit where your mindset is, is in the first place. Yes, we can be in awe of what we need to complete to get things done. And yes, we can even feel overwhelmed. But I think that if we really want to do something, one almost has to change their point of view to say, okay, I can do this in parts or I can do this over time. In starting this podcast, all I knew was that I wanted to glean the thoughts of my fellow authors. You know, it was the middle of the quarantine and I was clamoring for information. I know that many of us went through the gamut of emotions dealing um, during the quarantine. And I was also, as with most people, in the middle of generalized anxiety and fear. And I had four kids at home who were trying to get, you know, wrangle their own adjustment and grief. So I tried to fill those quiet moments with podcasts, actually, and with the inspiration of others. I know that I spent so much of those scary quiet times by filling my ears with information. So I did, however, see a gap in what I wanted to listen to and what was out there. And that's what I think naturally happens to folks when they're trying to connect, right? They're looking for the right voice or they're looking for the right stories. And perhaps in this case, I was looking for folks uh, that I could connect to fully. And I really wanted to get out there to meet the creators of the books, to um, to be able to talk to them in depth about their books. And because I was looking for that in my own writing as well. So it was a confluence of me just, you know, filling my head with things that will, would help me cope. I mean, maybe I was doing a little bit of bypass also, emotional bypass by filling my brain with books and talk about books. But that's besides the point. So I really wanted to dig into best practices of authors who I miss and who I read and who I admired. So hence the story and the podcast was born. 
the mindset was changed in seeing the amount of podcasts out there done by other creators, right? You see that there was this range of style and in production, and I noticed that everyone had a different voice, had their own way of asking questions. Everybody had their own kind of tone and mannerisms. And what I figured out, and this is what changed my mindset that I thought to myself, you know, I could do something like this, is that I realize that I am me, I have my own way, I speak my own way, I'm curious about different things, and this podcast would be mine. So at some point, that decision came that podcasting was for me too. So in general, that mindset really has to be there, that you are open to this new idea, and that you are open to the fact that you are able to do this thing, and that you are somewhat, and I hate to use the word qualified because I don't like that word. Um, I think that when you say the word qualified, there's this thing about gatekeeping. And I have this, the word gatekeeping just puts, you know, a little shiver up my spine. But you have to let yourself know that you are capable just like everybody else. And it's whether or not if this is something that you want to do. Right. So there's a, the second thing I learned about starting this podcast was that you can get help to learn about that hard thing. So the first thing is that um, you can do that hard thing. And the second is, is you can get help to learn that hard thing. So I didn't know about much about podcasting, except that I love to listen to them, though admittedly, I did have a stint as a DJ at a radio station in college. But I had learned just the basics in order to put the CD in the CD player and mix it um, for it to um, play in the air. And it happened. It was it was called Moonlight Monday Night. And it was, yes, at midnight where no one was listening. So it was very low risk. Um, so I only did it for I only did it really for one semester, but it was so much fun. And I also realized, though, back then is that behind the microphone, I was way more comfortable. So but I digress. Because I was still in the research phase, I pivoted to consuming all the free content about how to podcast. There are so many creators out there who are podcast instructors who are giving away their information for free. I consumed those podcasts. I did so over the course of like two or three months. And I started to talk about it with a couple of people to get their thoughts on whether or not it was a good idea. At the same time, I really thought that the podcast space was very much saturated, though I don't feel that way now. I think that if one is really focusing on a specific corner of, of conversation with people, with one's voice and one's point of view and style, you're really making your own space in this audio world. And I think there's so much room out there. So after consuming free content and realizing that this was something I really wanted to do, I did sign up for a podcast class. The class is linked in the show notes. The course creator had great reviews and in terms of cost, ran in the middle of, of affordability. It was also important for me to have, her, have heard a free course from them because I'm an audiobook listener as well. And I, when I am not jiving with the narrator, I... It's hard for me to learn. It's hard for me to listen. So I did do a freebie course from them, and I realized, oh yes, I can definitely, I can definitely see myself sitting down for hours to listen to this person speak. So, um, and 
I what I did is I worked on the computer all the time reading text. So I did learn that listening to a podcast um, course was better than a online podcast course. So if I I know I probably didn't explain that part well enough, so I'm going to replay that. So we'll backtrack. So not only did I like to listen to this person on the podcast, so I wouldn't mind learning from them, but I also realized that I preferred to listen to the the lessons rather than watch the lessons just because it's I'm all on the computer all the time. So this podcast class actually allowed for me to step away from the computer and I could hear her uh, on my phone and I could still understand what was going on. But back to the topic at hand, in the end, I chose the podcast course because it allowed for me to pay by installments also. So if you're a course creator out there or an event creator, I can't tell you how not having an installment plan for a future payment date, as in like greater than one month out, can be prohibitive for me. In general, as someone who is always looking for new things to learn, but who tries to be financially responsible, not having a payment plan, either installment or planned payment date, can exclude me. And it probably excludes a lot of people. So I am never ashamed to ask for a payment plan or a new payment date offline. And I have received a lot of no's, but I've also received a lot of yeses. Anywho, this course was fantastic. From it, I got a step-by-step manual, which created the picture from all the pieces of information I consumed. And it was the venue to ask questions, and that itself was priceless. And I loved it that it gave me kind of a roadmap on how to make this happen. Finally, throughout, I talked to people who I trusted about this idea. I really gauged their tone to see if they thought it was something worthwhile for me to do. Note that to all out there, one has to understand, though, that where that person who you're talking to, where that person is coming from, um, if they don't find the content important, they you will get a different reaction, right? So if, they, if they're not a consumer of podcasts and you say, I'm going to start a podcast, they might not, you know cheer you all the way through the finish line and that is okay so or if a person has never seen you in a capacity then in the way they have seen you they might not think you can do it but just keep in mind keep keep an open mind to what they say ultimately what I learned is that if I am excited about it then I should do it and if you're excited about it you should see if you can do it too Um, I also just wanted to mention I also consulted with a couple of podcast hosts just to ask them what their cons were, which I needed. I wanted to get the full view of the endeavor. Once I decided that said, I planned the launch of Stories to Love podcast. And by then I was ready. I really thought that the platform would, would be mine. Instead of me being nervous, I thought of this was an extension for me. So this, just as a, just as a, recap, the second thing I learned is that you can get help to learn how to do the hard thing. So look for a mentor or perhaps look for a class or seek somebody that has a little bit more information from you and talk to them. And hopefully it's something that will encourage you to keep going. And I have to say that there are a lot of beginning beginner courses out there in the world and a lot of folks who are always willing to help. And in anything that you wanted to learn how to do, I remember even back when I started to learn how to knit, I could not 
knit off of a booklet for the life of me. I just couldn't. I am just much better watching and listening. And this was, you know, so long ago. And there was a person that uploaded videos on their website. And it was such a slow website. It was, it was, it took forever. But I learned how to knit through that person. So it was just so, so cool. Okay, the third thing I learned in three years of podcasting is that sometimes despite fear, you have to jump off the cliff. So for a perfectionist like me who has the tendency to hold back until I know things are perfectly planned, at the very end of the day, it's better just to do it. Um, It meant taking my own initial graphics, you know, grabbing a free song at first and asking my first guess and just gritting my teeth knowing that I was a complete beginner. I I consider myself a beginner still. You should see how many times I restarted this audio. Also, I have to tell you that with my first podcast episode, it took me four hours to edit it. And I just, it was a lot of resistance on my part. Now it's a little bit quicker. And I sat on it for a long time, even before I uploaded it. I think I sat on it for like three days. And now three years later, here we are, This felt like a really long episode to have only three points to make, but I wanted to take the time to encourage anyone out there who are thinking about trying something new and feeling really pushed out of their comfort zone that you, that if you have seen it done, then most likely that you can do it too. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but even the path of learning about these things kind of makes me feel like it helps us grow, right? So even if you don't end up doing the podcast or if you don't end up making that full-size quilt, you possibly could have made a block or two that you would have learned a lot from. Or you could have possibly learned a lot about podcasting and appreciate more and love them more, even if you don't launch your own. So I wanted to go ahead and summarize those three things. First is that you can learn hard things, even old mama dogs out there. Second, you can get help to learn about a hard thing. And the third thing is sometimes despite fear, you have to jump off the cliff. I hope this has helped you somehow. Thank you for a wonderful three years at the Stories to Love podcast. I thank the wonderful guests, the listeners and the reviewers. This year has really brought so much joy and activity to the podcast in terms of downloads, which I really appreciate. And for publicists out there who have trusted me with uh, your authors, I just love that. Um For those who have sent over feedback as well as questions, keep them coming and keep tuning in. I've got more guests lined up and I have a surprise for you all. I'm planning on ways to bring you more content, especially as we get to 2024. It is the last quarter um, of the year and I am making my plans and I'm hoping to give you as much content as I can um, and Wishing you a peaceful day, and I can't wait for you to listen to more stories to love episodes. If you have any questions regarding the writing process, or if you have a book or author to recommend, drop me a line at tiff.marcello at gmail.com or stories to love podcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you again. Bye bye.
Thank you so much for joining me, Tiff Marcello, at the Stories to Love podcast. You can follow me through my newsletter at tiffmarcello.com, an Instagram and Facebook page under Tiff Marcello and the Stories to Love podcast. You can support this podcast by leaving a rating, spreading the word, and picking up one of my books for you and a friend on my website at tiffmarcello.com. I'll see you again.